Hey guys, I just want to give you a real quick heads up before we get into this episode. I know my podcast usually lasts about 30 to 45 minutes. This is a very, very long episode. And the guest I have on, you'll meet him in a minute. It, you, there's been a lot of things going on in the background for a couple of years. It's someone I truly trust. I would not allow him to come out here and release some of this information without me truly trusting him. So... Make sure you take some time to digest everything in this episode. I kind of let him take the reins and talk about certain things and towards the end announce certain things we've been working on for the last couple of years. So make sure you, you, you know, digest it in a timely manner, you know, at break time or on the way to work, on the way home from work, you know, it's about two hours. So again, there's gonna be a lot of questions. Feel free to ask me after the episode. Enjoy guys. And thank you very much for listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I have a very special guest with us today. His name is the Super Jew, a.k.a. Dr. Brian Fontenot. What's up, buddy? Thank you for coming on. See, and you, you know, you've known me as long as you've known me, and you still butchered my last name. Uh, it's Fontenot, isn't it? Fontenot. 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 Oh, my gosh. My bad. I literally said it before we even started the show. You didn't correct me. I know. I did correct you twice. Did you? Yes, I did. I don't, I don't listen to you anyways. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, well, this is normal. What a, this is what, a normal what a, thing. What, you know, a, what, what, a way, what a way to start the show and like get everybody that doesn't know you already that you know watch me play Warzone <laughs> with you, see how our relationship is. So Fontenot. If, if, any, if anybody has ever watched Glock and I play Warzone together, it is the most perfect synergy of absolute shit talk that you've ever seen in your entire life. You know, people think it's you know me and DJ are bad enough. You and me are just oh bad. my god! I'm telling you, Glock and I bounce off of each other, and it's great. Well, my, it's you, also you, I don't you want to talk about quality content. There you go, baby. Well, also, I don't I don't use your real name either. I don't use so it's true. Yeah. So I but speaking of which, yes, very, his, his, very rarely do you use my real name, and when you do, you end up scratching your head, going, "This makes me feel weird." It does. <laughs> I'm not used to coming like. That's why the DJ starts calling me by my real name. I'm like, bro, all of a sudden you call me Steve and it's Glock, bro. Come on. <laughs> it's like, ugh, why? Do I call, don't call me by my real name. That's just weird. <laughs> we're online. What are you doing? <laughs> and yeah, and, 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 yeah, we were talking about before the show, before anyone says anything, you know, was anti-Semitic or whatever about the, the Super Jew. His name is patented, okay, by the way. <laughs> my, my nickname has been patented since 2002. Um... And I, <clears throat> it's a long story that I won't get into now as to how I got that name. Um, well, he's Jewish. It, I am, I am <laughs> Jewish. Uh, I, I'm a Messianic Jew. Um, so we're in the, actually in the midst of Passover right now. It's the second day of Passover um, when this is being recorded. So Lachayim to all of my, my brothers around the world, brothers and sisters around the world. world. But... Needless to say, um, it, it, it's a long story as to how I got it, but it, when I got the name, it stuck. And I have had um, everyone from uh, ambassadors to dignitaries to um, government officials to, as a matter of fact, I've even had princes, kings, and princesses call me the Super Jew. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. This is not a game. This is real life. This is, um, I've, I've literally, and I won't go into the who, I'm not 
looking to drop names here or play that kind of a game. Um, but it, it, it's one of those things that people look at it and just go, you're kidding me, right? Like, no, it's not a joke. Sorry, but I'm a Jew and that's my nickname and it's stuck. So, <laughs> well, for people that don't know, I mean, yeah, I, said, I don't know exactly what you can, I can't say. Can you give people a little history about who, you know, what, what you do, remember what you do, because I know it's, it's like a little bit of, uh, classified. No, not necessarily. It's yeah. not. There's certain it's things not, about it. It's not it. that, but it is. It's just, there's aspects of it that are in, in, in the exact, the, the exact situations of what we do, right? Um, I own a company. Um, I own several companies, okay, right now, but, um, I own my primary business where, where my, um, where my bread's buttered, we'll put it to you like that, uh, is a company called Unified Global Intelligence Corporation. We're a government contractor. We do um, research and development for government agencies, as well as um, drone operations, private security, secure, uh, security detail operations, as far as diplomatic security is concerned. Um, cyber intel, cyber security, um, and uh, uh, cryptography. Uh, in, encryption, decryption, and in, in cryptography. On top of that, I'm um, I'm a partner in a um, cryptocurrency that we developed uh, called XUSD. Um, That's why it's a command and, in my chat, <laughs> right? It, it is. It is why it is a command in in chat. And um, uh, so XUSD blockchain holdings. I'm a partner in. And uh, it's a new cryptocurrency that's fully 100% backed by assets. So it, it truly has physical gold, platinum, silver, palladium, rhodium, um, cash, um, and, and so on, backing the actual cryptocurrency. And, and, and it's fully transparent to the public, meaning you can go up on the website, you can look at all of the documentation of all of the assets that back the actual cryptocurrency. Um, and it's 100% uh, registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, it's, it's FTC recognized. We're in the process of going through some really cool stuff with some major um, top 25 tier one banks around the world in using the cryptocurrency um, as an interbank swap mechanism. And there's, there's a whole bunch of really cool things that are going on with it that we've taken a lot of time uh, to really to build upon and, and to do some cool things with. And then lastly, <clears throat> I'm 50% owner in a um, oil and gas pipeline in mid-Tennessee uh, called the Energex Pipeline Corporation, which we've also developed a cryptocurrency for um, called the NRGX coin, which is fully backed by natural gas um, wells, uh, natural gas pipeline, the, the Energex pipeline, 364 mile long pipeline going from uh, southern Fentress County, Tennessee, down through Morgan County uh, to mid-Tennessee. Uh, it ties directly into the Tenneco Pipeline, uh, which is the largest natural gas, uh, liquefied natural gas pipeline in America. And um, it we have 5,100 wells across Tennessee, uh, natural gas wells, and uh, all of those assets back a cryptocurrency that is rolling out live to market in the next uh, roughly two weeks or so. So that's kind of some, uh, I guess, some breaking news of what I've got on the horizon right now. And, um, well, I said lastly, but I guess, Glock, we can kind of get into um, 
my uh, my pet project that I. Oh, we're gonna we're on. gonna we're gonna start off with that. Okay. 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 <laughs> we can start well, off with hey, we can start off with that. That's no, 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 no. We're not we're not gonna start off with that. But I'm saying we'll get into that here in a little while. But it, it I've got a. I got a pet project that I've been has been sitting in my lap like it's, a kitty cat that I've been stroking it's, it's, here for about three weeks or three years. Should I, I say, was going to say we've been talking we've been talking about it for a while. I kind of in in the episode that comes out before this uh, one one of the episodes I think it's, I think it's the the fan question one. I kind of hinted at something we're going to talk about, and so we'll get into that a little bit later. It's more bigger yeah, bigger think, news I that. Think- I think Clock, you and I, I think, have been working on it, just you know, tossing ideas around yeah. and just screwing with it for what two and a half years, maybe. It's been a while. It's, I mean, it's, it's, something it's, like that. Two and yeah. a half or three years. It, we've been, we've been, you know, screwing with it. And then um, a, a friend of your stream and a, a mutual friend of ours, um, Skrnickles, as yeah. a matter of fact, Skrnicky, um he um he and I have been you know tossing ideas and bouncing it around and screwing with it for probably about a year before that. So um yeah, we, exactly. I think you guys were talking. Yeah, you, you guys were talking about it before I got you know got involved in it, and then yeah, yeah. Well, we've been we've been playing around with it for a while, yeah. actually. Um, that's come to fruition. In fact, it's probably closer to four years that I've been working on that project because I think I started playing around with that idea. Uh, right after my daughter was born, so that kind of makes sense. That yeah, yeah it, sounds about right. About four years sounds about right. Before we get into uh, that, you know, the original yeah. topic we we're going to talk about was because you've been around the streaming you know world for a long time. So a long time. You know, you know, I've I've kind of talked about it a little bit like how how streaming has changed. Now, I don't think you've ever streamed. You've always been like a viewer and supporter, right? I or did. did you stream for I a while? Streamed, I streamed for a while. Um, it was not on. A platform that exists anymore. Um, oh, that's right. I remember this, yeah. And, you know, it, it was... Um, I had some I had some decent success. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't wonderful or anything, but it, I had some decent success. But the, the biggest thing... My, my biggest problem that I've always had is platforms not supporting their streamers. And the platform that I was a part of just was all there for the dollar signs they had no desire to really back their their content creators and that was that was my big hang up hang up with them so i kind of stepped away from um streaming personally and uh and got into more of the the support end and the viewership end but when i really started in the streaming industry i started in the very 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 early days of its inception um 1997 98 99 is when we really kind of kicked into high gear um we were i had a company uh at 19 years old i had two old guys in their mid 50s um take pity on this young 19 year old kid that had a brain bigger than texas and um and said you know we're going to give you a shot kid you think you can code well show us what you can do you know put your idea to 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 the screen and show us what you're capable of. So we um we took off and we wrote some code, wrote some really cool um proprietary technologies that have gotten bought and sold over the years by um different companies and I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. Um but um we created a company called Icon Broadcasting Network. We were the primary production contractor for broadcast.com. Um and uh, it was it was awesome. We we were working for Mark Cuban, and uh, uh, I'll 
I will, I will never forget um, days um, pacing the hallways in Sacramento, California, in um, uh, Mark's teeny tiny little, um, I guess you could call it a broom closet of an office that he had um, back in those days. And uh, he was making the jump into trying to do something big with 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 broadcast and and had acquired broadcast.com and their, their radio assets and everything that they were doing in the radio world. And lo and behold, we uh, we threw out there what we could do with with video streaming. And he looked at it and went, oh, this is really cool and just jumped on it. And so then we did the first three live events for the UFC, UFC one, two and three uh, with the Gracie's. Uh, the Gracie brothers. Um, we did um, six years of the Arnold Schwarzenegger bodybuilding classic out in California, um, which is was a huge event. Um, I, and and I'll never forget sitting behind a console, uh, calling a calling a show. Um, you know, camera operators working, calling a show as they were doing the, their bodybuilding competition. Had an Arnold Schwarzenegger walk up behind me and palm my head. um this if you if anyone has ever seen arnold schwarzenegger's hands this guy's hands are huge he makes shaq's hands look small like this guy's got giant hands i met i met him before so he 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 does have huge he shook my hands like i'm a big dude i I usually i I have big hands this guy like basically just consumed my hand with his hand (laughs) <laughs> his hand across the top of my head was like holy crap dude. i can only imagine getting to... smacked by that guy <laughs> oh yeah it's like oh my gosh this guy's got hands like meat hooks like holy smokes so you know it, it and it kind of spiraled from there right you know um and and we we made some hookups um with um we made some hookups with uh, uh, yahoo.com um, with them and uh, broadcast uh, got the contract for the Yahoo Launchcast concert series. Which if you remember Launchcast, that was their big radio uh, streaming platform. Um, and uh, so we we pitched to them that we could do video. And of course, the guys at Launchcast looked at us and went, yeah, you're nuts. There's no way. And we were working with um, the developers from Microsoft and um um david leck and and those guys at microsoft at the time uh our our dev team partners over there partnered up with them and we used a brand new codec straight out of the box we the first ones to use it ever debut it to the world which was the wmv video codec windows media video codec and um we streamed wmv and on the real network simultaneous um to oh god it was probably you know and this is in the early days you know this is in the early days of streaming and before really dsl and and always on internet became a thing across the the country and around the world um we streamed to a hundred and probably about one hundred eighty thousand people that watched this concert series um at a time um globally where it was bare naked ladies red hot chili peppers and um the band, uh, I want to say Starship. I can't remember. I, I'm not 100% sure um, who the third one was. I do remember Bare Naked Ladies, though, because those guys were stayed drunk the entire tour. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was awesome. Like it was, it was absolutely awesome. The guys from Bare Naked Ladies were like 
that we'd be backstage setting everything up and they're on skateboards, like doing ollies off the back rail of the stage and like, you know, just screwing around, like trying to jump over us as we're moving gear. It was bonkers, but, um, we did, um, uh, 34 cities in 31 days and, you know, huge rollout event and, you know, big concerts. And it was very, very fun. It was a lot of fun. And, um, that kind of, pushed us into um you know tying broadcast.com and launch and yahoo launchcast all together and uh and that's how mark cuban ended up uh coming across uh you know through some strategic uh chess moves that he made but that's how he ended up uh positioning broadcast.com for sale for uh 9.8 billion dollars and 900 million dollars in cash um uh, you know, so we got stock and cash and that whole thing. And, uh, that's how I made my first uh, million dollars was, um, p- kind of positioning our company to, to kind of push him a- out of the nest, if you will. And, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it came from for us. So, you know, we, we were a strategic, um, uh, strategic contractor for them. And, you know, we, we made some money off the deal and, of course, he walked away with a gigantic crate full of cash. Um, but that that was kind of where my early beginnings in streaming started. And uh, and then it went from there and it's kind of spiraled into, um, you know, I've I've bought and sold or well, should I say I've uh, written, filed and sold subsequently um, several patents in the streaming business and. Uh, on codex and new technology and um, I was a um, uh, a developmental fellow with the h.264 foundation um, some of my uh, initial code for h.264 that I worked on bug testing and those things uh, ended up getting wrapped into h.265 and there's been some some very very cool things that we've done there with beta testing and bug hunting and and different things that we've done as as volunteered none none of it paid just as uh you know for the love of the game kind of thing and um we've enjoyed every second of it it's been very 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 cool and um we've had a lot of fun you know a lot of my guys around me have spent a lot of time working on these things and that ended up morphing into um uh, religious institutions developing um, integrate you know, software and hardware integrations for religious institutions to be able to stream live to their parishioners um, in in ways that were never thought of before. Uh, mainly, what I've kind of morphed myself into over the years is kind of becoming more of a systems integrator. Not necessarily inventing our own stuff as much anymore as it's been taking off the shelf stuff and just kind of cramming them together in ways that no one ever really saw as a feasible thing or even possible, or no one ever had the foresight enough to, to think about making those pieces of hardware talk to one another. Um, and we've just kind of crammed it all together and, and made um, new use cases for things that no one ever really thought was, was possible. So um, it's been, it's been fun. That's kind of where, where my kickstart happened. And, and then of course, Twitch came along and um, as uh, guys like, uh, um, not trying to plug individual streamers here, but you know, guys like Dapper James, Dapper Jameson, um, you know, uh, freaking Summit 1G, um, 
Tim the Tatman, you know, like these guys can tell you, you know, I am, um, I am the fat ninja that rooms the halls of Twitch late at night and, uh, and drops giant amounts of, uh, donations and bits in their channels. Um, just as a simple fact of just to start a hype train and walk away. I've seen him do it many times. This is very true. <laughs> and I, I, do, I, I do it quite often and I flip and love it. Um, spent, and, and again, this is, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here or bang my own drum, but I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on streamers, not because I'm, I'm trying to get any accolades or anything like that. It's a more of a matter of, I want to see this industry that I love so much continue to succeed. And the only way that it's going to succeed is with quality content creators and content creators that feel like they have support from their community. And the, the way that you generate support in the community is you get a, a hype train started behind a streamer and you, you, you encourage the rest of their community to, you know, hey, if you got it, flaunt it, you know, drop it in here make a donation, you know, pay, you know, dump some biddies at this, do something with it, you know, drop some stars in on this, do something with it. Um, you know, it, 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 encourage the rest of their community to, to really get it, get after it, really do something about it. And, uh, you know, uh, gift subs and, you know, do the whole thing. And, you know, that to me, that's the, the quickest, fastest way that you can build a community is you get somebody that, He's behind you 110%. Don't let that guy go, man. Sit back and just you let them do what they do. Because if, they're, if, if that guy or gal is going to jump in there and really support you and drop subs on you all the time and drop stars or drop bits or you know whatever the case is, man, hold on to them people because they're going to help build your community in ways that you didn't even see as possible. I, I talk about that all the time. We get these subs and stuff like that, especially like, you, now you have notifications for subs and it's like someone might not come to your channel that much but then they have the notifications say oh super jude gifted you a sub to glock nine and they're going to usually come in and like hey now i'm a sub of the channel let me go check that out and then you then you might turn them into a regular viewer but that would have originally started with someone who gifted the sub you right. know what i'm saying exactly. so it helps that's why i talked about one of my podcasts about like how much you know, people talk about growing the community. I'm like, there's only so much the streamer can do and put their content out there. It's the people that are there watching regularly, supporting and stuff like that, that also help build the community. You know what I'm saying? So that's what well, I mean. Let's, let's talk about that for a second, because you know, what generates a long time viewer? Okay. Con well, it's, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a recipe, right? Yeah. And I'm going to say this and every streamer needs to hear what I'm about to say. Your content cannot suck. And what I mean by your content cannot suck is this. Be engaging to your chat. Be engaging to your community. Like, talk to your community. Don't be afraid of them. You know, if they're being trolls, ban them. Don't be afraid to ban somebody if they're going to be a they're going to be a troll just to be a troll and not be a supporter, right? They're just going to come in there and poke the bear. Well, hey, guess what? There's the door. Don't let it hit you on the way out the door. Goodbye. Yeah. So don't be afraid of that, but don't be, you know, build your, build on your community, talk to your community, engage with them, give them things to work towards. Um, and, and I'll, and, and, and I'll use a, a Twitch streamer, um, friend of mine, Dapper Jamison as a great example. Okay. Um, 
I, I, <laughs> I'll get in his chat, and he'll go in there. So I'll, you know, I'll, I'll drink a, uh, uh, I'll drink a whole Guinness from a shoe. If somebody, if somebody gifts 150 subs right now, now it's so bombastic and so crazy that there, you just kind of scratch your head and you go, wow. I mean, that's kind of different. It's, it's crazy to even ask for that. Like he's got some, you know, most streamers would say, man, he's asking for that many subs at one time. Like he's got some serious nuts like that. that that's bombastic of a streamer to do something like that. But then I'll just drop one line in his chat. Don't tempt the Jew. <laughs> and then everybody's goading me at that point. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. So I'll just drop 150 subs, 200 subs on him and go, okay. Well, and I've done it to him before where I said, okay, 150 is the goal. Here's 300. And then he looks at me across the, the stream. I think there's clips of it out there, out there too. And flips me off and proceeds to do two shoeys of Guinness back to back. But what's that do? That drew in like 20 people to watch. Like it, it got 20 people to come to the stream because everybody's going, you ain't going to believe what this kid's about to do live on stream. Like sending it out all their friends, sending it on Twitter, all of these things because there's a buildup to it. Yep. So those crazy things help to build a stream and I, I don't know it, it's it's there's just something about building that hype and if you don't build the hype you're you, you're not going to have a successful platform you know or a successful um channel whether that be on facebook or uh um um rest in peace mixer or, or twitch or um youtube or, or wherever you want to go right if you're live streaming, you have to build that, that momentum. And, and that's really, that's really what it is. It's this momentum. If you've ever seen the movie, Indiana Jones, um, where the giant, one of the Indiana Jones movies, I can't remember which one right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, listeners don't kill me, but the, where the, uh, the giant boulder comes running, you know, he's running away from this giant boulder in the, um, uh, in the, the, the cave, you know, following behind him like a giant bowling ball, right? Well, it's exactly what streaming is, is if you do it consistently and you stay on a schedule, you develop that kind of a momentum that can't be stopped. You're just going to run people over. But you've got to keep with that momentum and you've got to keep hyping it. you got to keep posting about it on Twitter. you got to keep posting about it on Instagram. you got to keep posting about it on Facebook. you got to tell the world that you're there. Don't be afraid if people retweeting that information. Why? Because if they're really your fan, they're going to do everything they can to spread it far and wide to the world that you're about to go live. And that's an that's an important aspect of this. You know, going back to the tempting your chat stuff. You know, we just talked about what DJ did last night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I, I I've had that done to me where uh, I tempted chat one time. That's how I lost how I lost my hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I made a yeah. Con someone goes how much how much I mean uh, what was it? I think someone said how how much would be of a dono to cut your hair, and I sat there and I go I think I said like two hundred fifty bucks I'll cut it right now knowing thinking nobody's gonna do it and then someone donated and I'm like my wife came running she was watching the stream she came running in the room with scissors 
she was ready for it. And I was like, I, 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 there's a clip of that, and like I am ve- was very sad in that clip. That's when I truly learned: do not tempt chat, do not do yeah, not test don't, them. Don't test the metal of your mm-hmm. chat unless you're ready to heed the call. Uh-huh. If, if you're ready I, I was to so do something upset. crazy, throw it out there. I promise your chat will come through just about every time. Yeah. Like just about every time they go, oh really? Yeah, okay, no balls. And there it is. They drop they whatever it is that you told them to do. 150 subs, $250 dono, whatever the case is, right? Wham, there it is. Mm-hmm. And you're going to end up left hanging your head in your hands because your chat is going to destroy you. Yeah, right? gonna, they will yeah. ruin you for any other human being in existence, period. They will turn you into what I like to call a stream goblin. Good way of putting it. Because uh, it's the best way to put it. Best way to put it. So going back into kind of talking about, I guess, the, the state of the industry and how things have changed. You know, when we started, um, you know, with Windows Media Video and Real Player and, and all of these things, right? Um, we were streaming. Our, our, our stream qualities were... 96k 128k and 480 which was at the time which was typical television resolution right it's sd 480 right well now the lowest you have is 480 and no one watches it on 480 it's all in hd 4k 60 frame a second now so your file sizes have gotten much bigger since the beginning to till today i mean you're talking about back then we were you know um, streaming at a, at a hundred and, um, basically it was, um, it was a hundred and four, what you would consider now, right. As being, it was 144 P, but it was 144 P to a progressive. Okay. 144 P progressive <laughs> at 15 frames a second at, um, less than 350 kilobits a second. That was what, that was our high end of what we were doing. The high end. The high end in the early days. And then it started getting better and it went to 240 and it went to 360 and it went to 480 and it went and it stayed there at 480 for the longest time, you know, cause it was just your typical square video, you know? And, um, and then the HD standard came out for television, and then it took off. Then you had 720, then you had 1440, uh, then, or then you had 1080, then you had 1440, and then it went from 1440 to 2048, and then it went from 2048 to 3096, then it went from 3096 to 4096, um, which is straight full 4K video. Um, and it... You know, your frame rate has ranged anywhere from 15 to 30 to 60. Um, we had some streaming platforms that were offering the ability to stream out at 24 frame cinema style, a, you know, a, a 24 frame a second, um, to make it look like m- movies, which I thought was a cool concept. But I, I don't know anybody that understands, in the streaming world anyway, that understands what what that means for a look and feel of a stream. 
but I digress because uh, I thought it was cool. Not everybody does. And I'm a video geek. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the industry early, early on in its inception was just incomparable to today's terms was trash. Like when you think about it now, how far we have come in this industry with stream quality, audio quality, the technology that's out there. I mean, my God, it back in, in 2000, 2001, a piece of technology like the Go XLR or a, a Blue Yeti microphone would have been space age to us in those days because it was nothing but an amalgamation of XLR cable um, and an S video cable and um, a, a video card, you know, a, a hodgepodge together in order to make things work. I mean, you know, we had things more wired up than a, um, you know, than a, than a refrigeration technician crawling underneath the refrigerator with, you know, up to his elbow and wires. Like it was nuts. The amount of, you know, hardware peripherals that you had to plug into your computer that weren't really meant to plug into a computer in order to get it to work. Right. And it, it was, it, 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 you, you, you were in the, the wild west those days, you know, in those days. And, um, now, I mean, you look at things now, everything's USB. It's all plug and play. Look at the stream deck, for God's sake. That's, that's one know? of the most essential things people I talk to people about. Like when they talk about things you need for a stream, I all stream deck 100%, dude. It, it, it's so helpful. It, oh, it, I have a stream. I have a stream deck sitting on my desk right now. Yeah, you know, and it, I love this thing because I don't use it for streaming. Yeah. I use it because you can actually set up text on a button as a macro, right? Yep. So I can go into a stream and I can punch that button and I can hype that stream up with just simple information, simple and not even just commands. Right. If, if I'm a moderator in a, in a, you know, of a channel, you know, I can have all my moderator commands loaded up on my stream deck. Yep. So as a moderator, even a stream deck is awesome um, because it, it puts all the power of everything that you're doing from moderation at your fingertips much further than it is with just a keyboard. Because with a keyboard, you got to type everything out. It takes a little bit of time with this. It's it's a one click done. Yep. And, and, and you've you've done what you needed to do. If you need to ban somebody, you can hit the ban button. It pops up. Then you just do your at symbol or whatever the case is, their name, and hit enter, and they're gone. Goodbye. See ya. Okay. If you need, if you need to, um, you know, uh, pump the merch link. If you need to pump out the Discord link, it's just a matter of a click, and it it makes things much much easier. And again, <clears throat> for streamers too, by the way, um, for God's sakes, Batman, invest in. A mouse that's got more than two buttons in a scroll wheel like get you a mouse that has some buttons on the side where you can program macros into it because if you don't have a mod that's there helping you you can have all of those things like if you get a razor naga you know that's that the, the wow version of the razor naga that's got all the buttons on the side it's like eight or ten buttons on the left hand side of it 12 um 12 excuse me i'm sorry 12 it's on the left hand side of it you can program stuff for your chat in there. So you're in the middle of a game. You, you know, say you're in the middle of a Warzone game and someone asks what the Discord link is. You can just move your thumb, pop the button, and it hammers it to the chat. Yep. And so if you don't have a stream deck, if you can't invest that $300 in a stream, in a, in a stream deck, you know, buy yourself an $80 Razor Naga mouse and start there. 
it's it's one of those things where like you know you can you can even use your uh your phone for the stream deck. They have an app on your phone you can use for the stream deck. You get, they have the six button stream deck. They have the ten was um was it fifteen? And they even have like the extra extra large whatever. Which There's, is what I have. Is I have it's um four down and one two three four five six seven eight. It's eight across and four down, and it's a monster on my desk. But I love it because I can do a lot with it. I even have all of my lighting programmed into it, which is awesome. Oh yeah, you could do that too. Yeah, because I have, because I, I have the, I have the Elgato key lights. Um, we were just talking about this the other day, and it's just so easy. Click of a button, turn my lights on, turn them off. It's so great. Well, and you can even set up scenes too, where you can set the the, the dimming parameters yep. of those key lights onto the stream deck. So you punch a button, and you can dim them to fifty percent. If you're going to go for a silhouette mode, right? where all they're seeing is just you silhouetted on the screen. Like, there's some things that are about to happen in Glock's chat and Glock stream that's about to be really, really cool once we get the green screen set up and, you know, some of that, those cool cool things that that are, that are coming. So, I mean, oh, yeah. it, it's, it's, you know, and again, there's another thing. As a streamer, invest in a green screen. Even if you don't use it, but maybe once a week, right? Invest in a green screen. And, and you don't got to spend a bunch of money on a green screen. You can get a green screen for very, very when little I, money. When I first started, I had, and I'm not even kidding, I had a green screen. I'm in the corner of my living room. So I've gotten to the point over the last couple of years where like, I just took over, the, took over the living room. My wife used to hate when I used to put things up. But I went to Joanne's Fabric and I spent literally like 10 bucks. Like ten bucks on a green piece of fabric, and I would put it up on my wall every night. It was it was a pain in the butt. That's why that's why I want the collapsible one, where it's easy to put up, put down, you know, stuff like that. But it was like fifteen bucks for a green screen. So if you have your, if you're streaming from like your own room or you have your own private space to do it, do it from, dude, fifteen bucks you can put up a green piece of cloth behind you, and it's just a, it's such a clean look for your stream. You know what I'm saying? Like I like having my background and all my stuff. But a green screen would just make it look so much nicer, in my opinion. And then you can also play with it too, and create your own background. I can make it look like I'm, you know, somewhere I'm not. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, green screens, are, I think, are amazing. They're a huge help oh, yeah. to any streamer. They're a huge help. You can have your just chatting Giant screen, help. and you can make it look like you're, you know, you're in space or something like that. But then when you're actually playing, it's just you, and it it doesn't take the focus off of the gameplay. Right. And yeah. that's the point of it, you know, especially if you're a gaming streamer, you don't want to take the focus off the gameplay. No, trust me. You don't want people focusing on you. You don't want people to focus on you or the, you want them to focus on the gameplay. Why? Because that's the reason that they're there. They're there because they love the game that you're, you're, you're playing. Like, you know, I, I make this joke all the time and, and, and I do it a lot at Glock's expense just mm -hmm. because, but, uh, you know, Glock plays a lot of WoW. Now I'm not a fan of WoW. That's just me. And I make I make the joke at his expense that you know you know why they call it WoW, right? <laughs> wow, <laughs> this game is a pile of crap. And 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 he says it a lot meaner than that though. Just saying, I do. I say it a lot. Meaner than <laughs> He's that. being clean for the podcast. I'm being nice for the podcast. <laughs> but it, it it you know. That that's always been my big joke because I've never really been able to get into WoW. Just I, it's not me. It's not my style. I'm a first person shooter guy. You know, put me out there in, in a in a you know CS:GO match or original Call of Duty or a, a, a Counter Strike Counter Strike Source CSS um, Actually, or, it, or Insurgency or 
um, you know, a uh, uh, squad or Arma three or um, Modern Warfare, uh, Warzone, um, which if if any of you have have taken the time to really pay attention and watch Glock stream, he absolutely effing despises Warzone right now. Right now, um, quote right now. Uh, right now, like like, like the, the 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 og and just I mean the og meta is garbage. Let's just okay. I would rather and, go to the DMR meta. There, the the og the og meta sucks. Okay, it, it's terrible. Um, hey, uh, hey Activision, uh, hey Raven, um, do something do me a please. Favor. Uh, fix it for Christ's <laughs> sake. Okay, it, it it's a mess. It, okay. it, it, I mean, you see a lot of these pro players. I mean, like the the big streamers aren't don't even really want to play it. But the pro that's one of the things we're streaming too, right there. Is like there's there's people out there that their main game is Warzone, and you can tell they're just not having fun. Like they they're forcing themselves to play a game, and that's like that's one of my things where I've talked about before, where I'm not forcing myself to play anything. I know WoW is not the most fun game to watch, but I just treat it like a just chatting stream. But because I I feel like when people watch me play. When people watch you play Warzone, I get so aggravated and irritated. No one wants to watch you be a little whiny baby, you know, playing the game. You know, that's my thing. Well, but but, uh, and, but obviously, it, I uninstalled it, what, on Wednesday, and then you invited me to play Friday, and I redownloaded it again? Yeah, yeah, you did. You yeah, did. I knew but, it was going to happen. But here's here's the, the the issue with it, right? Is that people watch it. Okay, let's start there. People watch it. And it generates views. Yeah, people are, you know, a lot of streamers right now are just not having a good time. And, and it's obvious, like, they're just not having a good time. Because there's so many things that are broken with the game right now. Um, guns that need to be nerfed that aren't nerfed for months and months and months on end. Let's, R9 shotgun, hello, the doof doof. Um, doof doof. Yeah. Yeah, that thing stayed broken for what four seasons just broke oh yeah the doof doof was absolutely broken for way too long but it still wasn't as bad as the aug <laughs> the dmr wasn't even as bad as the aug in my opinion the D the dmr was bad okay? it was the it DMR was bad was, was but... bad it was bad but the thing is with the dmr is that it didn't have the same fire rate as the aug the aug three in three shots you're talking about one three shot burst all armor's gone second three shot burst they're dead as a hammer like you don't even have time to turn around distance at distance, like you're talking about, you're watching guys like big streamers right now. When I say big streamers, I'm talking folks that got 60, 70,000 people watching them at a time, right? Are making shots like 390 meters and with, longer, an aug. with an AUG. And you're scratching your head going, either number one, they've got a fiber plug straight smack into the back of their computer. They have no latency at all. And four GTX, you know, uh, 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 30 series series cards in their machine to get 400 frames a second, you know, on this game to hit some of these things. I watch some of these players in Warzone right now that have these super high end graphics cards. You're talking like a $10,000 setup of just graphics cards um, in their machines and super high speed internet fiber uh, in some instances. And and they're just outplaying everybody in the lobby because they're able they have so much lower latency. They're just smoking everybody. 
Not to mention you have broken guns like the AUG, which just compounds the problem. So, you know, for God's sakes, Activision, Raven, Blizzard, jump all over these people. Get them to fix this game. Because, yes, it's a game we love, but for God's sakes, the brokenness of some of these things. The hackers have been a huge problem. It's just, you know, when you get games like this, that's the one thing that kills it faster than anything is the hacking issue. Look at what happened to PUBG. PUBG was the biggest game in the world until the hacking problem got out of hand and every streamer on the planet went, I'm out. I'm done. Screw well, this. That's one of the reasons. I'm tired of getting killed from halfway across the map. This is bull. Well, nope, it's one I'm of the out. things like like I always talk about Counter Strike. That's why like people Counter Strike's still big. You know, I started playing it again. But it's one of those things where like Val wasn't doing really anything about the hacking issue for the longest time where people actually had to go out there and pay for third party servers like ESEA and Facebook who had better anti cheats than Valve did. And it's like how do you have this huge hacking issue in Warzone and you guys aren't even actively doing anything about it? You come up like every every couple of months, you're like, oh, we just banned 50,000 people. It's like, well, where's your active anti-cheat in this game? Because there's people that literally would go out there and they, there were people streaming it for a while themselves hacking. Going like, like five games in a row with like 60 kills each. I mean, how are you not just automatically banned? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Well, here's my thing. Hey, Activision. Hey, Raven, you want to get around the problem of having to put up all of this infrastructure and put all of these things together with servers in order to support your player base? Make a deal with ESCA. Make a deal with, with, with somebody that will put up the servers and put their own anti-cheat software in place. Right. You, you won't have to worry about it anymore because now everybody's going to go over to those servers and not yours. So they'll get off of your, your stuff. You don't have to track it as hard. You get another outside company that runs the servers, and they handle all of it. Um, hello? Um, from a business perspective, that's the smartest well, thing you, to do. Why? Because it lowers your overhead. Well, the thing is, you also like, you know, one of my favorite it things. keeps your player base. One of my favorite things about ESCA was, and they could totally afford to do this in, in Warzone, was in ESCA... They already had their anti-cheat running in the background, but there's ways around it. But you were able, as at, in the game, able to call an admin into the game to spectate. Like, it, okay. you know, you can literally set, you know, put out there a vote for suspicion. It'll queue up a, an admin. An actual live person can come in and stop in, and they'll observe what's going on without the player that's supposedly hacking knowing that he's there and they can actually sit there. You say, they, they come in and say, Hey, what's the issue? Hey, this guy's very suspicious, dude. And then they can go watch him and then be like, they can confirm like, no, he's not hacking. We don't see any third party issues or it, it, it you know, he's a very good player or there's times like, Oh yeah, he's definitely hacking. And then he'll, he'll get kicked right from the game right then and there. Right. You then, just watch yeah. him go. Hey, yep. See you it. just watch, you just watch it say so-and-so just got banned. And it was, oh. it was such a cool system, you know? So you knew, you're always playing with legit people, but you had to pay like 10, 15 bucks a month to play on the service, which, which, you know, you shouldn't have to do, but you shouldn't have to do, but here again, it gets rid of the overhead problem for, you know, uh, uh, Activision Raven, you know, conglomerate that's, you know, all of these dev companies coming together to work this game. It gets rid of that overhead problem for them. Yeah. If they bring in a third party in order to handle the actual physical servers, that fixes a lot of this issue because then now it's not on them. 
It's on whoever's providing the servers. Make an exclusive deal. Make them pay the cash up front. Make them do the work because it's obvious that as a company, this is something you guys can't handle. Yeah. End of story. This is something you've proven that now over seven seasons of Warzone or six seasons, excuse me, six seasons of Warzone in the modern warfare era when Cold War came out. We're now two seasons deep and you still haven't fixed anything with an anti-cheat. Keep your player base happy and do something smart with the situation. Don't be an idiot. Bottom line. I agree. Just don't be an idiot. So we're about 47 minutes in. Let's let's transition to what we were talking about earlier so we can kind of talk about your little project. So we were talking about, you know, you want to talk about the platform wars and stuff like that. Yeah. What, were, yeah. what were your thoughts on that before we talk about your little project, the breaking news project? Well, um, okay, so the platform wars, right? Let, you know, let, let's let's talk about it because, unfortunately, I watched my friend Glock here get absolutely boned <sighs> in the platform wars, Okay. And we'll talk about it. Let, 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 let's, let's get honest with the situation here, right? Um, you know, from the very inception of streaming, okay, let's talk about who was the live streaming leader for the longest time. Because it wasn't Twitch, okay? At least at the beginning. Twitch didn't exist at the beginning, really. Um, you had uh, Justin TV, which, yeah. which, uh, which became Twitch. Twitch. Later on, you had Beam. Um, you had Beam. You had uh, uh, YouTube and its streaming platform, which really they were the de facto leader. I mean, let's get real. Like YouTube before Google really sunk their teeth into YouTube. YouTube was the de facto leader for live streaming. Period. End of story. Everybody was streaming on YouTube, top to bottom. Everybody was. Then you started seeing this mad dash scramble take place when Amazon bought Justin TV and turned it into Twitch. Um, you then had Twitch became the new leader because they, they, they innovated, right? They created new stuff. They did some cool things. They jumped out here and did some really neat things and the community dug their teeth into it. They're like, this is great. We can have bots. We can do cool things. This is awesome. And then Everybody wanted to fight um, fight against the big, you know, big tech Amazon and uh, and do something, you know, kind of take their own riff on the whole ordeal and do something different. So then you ended up having guys like um, uh, like Mixer come to the table. And, you know, this kind of I'm going to tie this into something that just happened recently that just boils my blood. But we'll get there in a second. Um, the whole ordeal with Mixer and Mixer selling out. Mm-hmm. Now, Mixer was a Microsoft product. Let's get real. Yep. Um, I felt like from the very beginning that Microsoft did not pour enough resources into Mixer where they really could have done some innovative things. They've got a huge dev team at Microsoft. They could have done some amazing things with Mixer. And I feel like that they just kind of, they wrote it, threw it out there and went, well, let's see if this will stick. And, and it did. And people gravitated towards it because it wasn't Twitch. 
and Facebook gaming's initiative when it first came out was frankly garbage. I mean, it was bad. It was really, really bad because they didn't, Facebook didn't really pour the, the infrastructure and the, the dev into doing something really special with it. And they just kind of, they, they're like, well, everybody else is doing it. We might as well too. There's kind of bandwagon jumpers right from the beginning. And I feel like Mixer just kind of, you know, Microsoft kind of sat on their hands with the whole Mixer thing, threw it out there and went, yeah, we want somebody to buy this. See, Mixer, so, yeah, see, I, I agree. Mixer, <clears throat> Mixer really didn't do much with it. And then they went out there and bought Shroud and Ninja and like, oh, now we all have hope they're going to do something. I remember I made a comment when they first got Ninja and I was like, great. Now everybody's going to go jump over. I was still on the Twitch at the time. And then I was like, oh, great. Everyone's going to jump ship now, which some people did. You know, as soon as Ninja went over there, they tried to jump over there. And then, like I said, I went over there for different reasons. Yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't enjoying Twitch and how, you know. Wait, wait, wait what's the word? Uh, you were such a small fish in the freaking ocean. It was so hard to be discovered. Well, yeah, not even it, just that, though, but the 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 administration at Twitch has been um, collectively over the years as things have progressed with Twitch, the overall um, admin and moderation and review teams that they've created have just gotten more and more authoritarian, if you will, and and kind of closed off more and more and more of what you can and can't say on Twitch of what you can and can't do on Twitch. And for some streamers, that's just kind of painted them into a box because their characters that they've created, their on-stream personas mm -hmm. um, are, are more directed towards the 18 and up, 21 and up crowd. And, you know, Twitch and, and their effort of full inclusion of everybody from 13 years old up um, started to more drift towards penalizing those more adult based streamers. Um, and whether that was a direct penalty or whether that was a, a, a quiet shadow based type penalty, it happened. And, and, and it, it was plain to see across the entire platform. So people started going, well, we want to go somewhere where there's going to be less garbage involved with the situation and where we can, we, we, our stream can be its stream, right? It, 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 the life we've generated in this thing, we can continue to generate. We can continue to appease that fan base that we've developed. And so that's when you started having guys like Shroud and Ninja and you know, big name guys start moving over to Mixer. Um, what kills me is that you have a, an awesome streamer like Glock jump off Twitch and go, you know what? to hell with this platform it's 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 starting on its long downward spiral down the tubes i'm gonna go over here because i can i think i can do better with this because of the tool that i have available to me with this stream you know with, with this and, platform. and people saw the you know, I, will, I will always say it's you just say it's like a humble brag or whatever but people talked a lot of smack when i moved to mixer and then people saw so one of the cool things about Mixer, I will always throw this out here, was we use an app called Mix It Up, which you can use on Twitch right now, not Facebook. But so I always had my viewer list up there, so I can kind of see who was there, and I would always see names pop up from people who were talking smack about me moving over because they wanted to see what was going on over there because they saw 
the hype that we had over there. They saw the viewership. Like, they saw what was going on. They're like, holy crap. Like, then all of a sudden you see certain people wanting to go over there. And they're like, well, let me try my stuff. You know, maybe because there's less streamers over here, I can go over here and be successful too. It was like, people thought, you know, like I said, I, at the end, what they did with Mixer still irritates me. It was just, it was just, you know, they sold out and still never even answered the, the, you know, all the, all the questions that people had about the issue of racism and all the other stuff. They just sold out. You know, there was already a deal in place. We already found that out. They were already talking to YouTube and Facebook. YouTube backed out as soon as the allegations came up. But, you know, people were like, do you regret it? I'm like, no, that's dude, most of my community is still with me now. It came from Mixer. So it's like me moving over there changed my whole view on mix on, on other streaming platforms and stuff like that. It changed my whole way I think about streaming and, and platforms and all this other stuff. I was one of those guys in the beginning that was always like, oh, Twitch number one. If you go to any other platform, you're an idiot. And now it's like now I, my eyes are open to other platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't regret it at all. I mean, that, I well, learned I learned the, so the, much. The one thing that yanked my chain in the whole situation is Glock went over there. Becomes a, a mixer partner, has a partner agreement, and is killing it, killing it on mixer. And uh, you know, we watched, like I said, our mutual friend of ours, you know, uh, Sir Nichols, do the same thing. Jumped over there and just was killing it on mixer, and just huge following started to be generated, and it had got a gen- started generating a momentum. Both of you started generating a momentum behind you, and then all of a sudden. Mixer yanks the rug out from underneath you and goes, "Hey, yeah, by the way, we just sold the Facebook gaming. Have fun." And, we're, and every every partner on the platform is like, "What?" Well, there's people. No. There's people that literally were on Mixer that were full time streamers who were and were making enough to make a living off of it, and then just got it ripped out from under them, and then they were thrown into. And basically, what happened was you were. Pull- and they didn't tell any of the partners this was going Nobody on. Nobody knew. Way. Like nobody no knew. One knew. Nobody knew. Nobody had any idea. And all that happened was literally on a Friday, there was these allegations. It was that it first started with the Twitch streamer say no to rage about the whole Me Too movement. And then somebody on Mixer got called out for the Me, uh, the Me Too movement. And then one, but then there was another one, one of the biggest streamers on Mixer. I can't remember the guy's name because I didn't watch him, but he actually didn't have a sexual harassment. He had a sexual assault allegation come out where like law enforcement got involved and he has never been heard from again. You know, he, and then, but then that, the guy, the former Microsoft employee that came out about the racism allegations came out. This is why I would always say, if you were a part of the discord server for Gilded Partners, like it was a cancel culture thing, basically where everyone was already starting to move. No one, that whole weekend, the stream numbers were all the way down. No one was watching it. Basically told Mixer, you must do this or we're going to do this. Basically, Microsoft tried to save face and went to Facebook and said, hey, are you still in with Sell2 right now? Because we're not going to recover from this. And Facebook decided to buy it. That deal wasn't supposed to happen until like November. So it was already in place. They just pulled the trigger early and copped out and pulled a, you know, pussy move. You know, so uh, all because the cancer culture thing, it kind of forced their hand in doing it, which was this stupidest thing that i've ever seen and again you know don't call out a platform you dummies call out the individual again i so as a for instance right you wouldn't hold the business owner accountable if for instance one of my employees went home and killed his whole family well it's not the 
it, because it's not my fault as a business owner that he went and did that because he left my place of business at the end of the day and went home and killed his whole family just because he was at my place last doesn't mean that I'm responsible. And it's the same thing with this whole cancel cancer culture vibe, cancer culture, cancel cancer culture vibe um, across these streaming platforms is that it's not the platform's responsibility. It's the individual's responsibility as an individual. You're responsible for your own behavior. So as an individual, if you're going to be a racist, if you're going to be a sexist, if you're going to be um, uh, um, involved in sexual assault, uh, sexual harassment, those sort of things, guess what? That's on the streamer. It's not on the platform. And, you know, really, if you want to start talking about cancel culture, maybe you should look at start starting to cancel the individual and not worrying about what the platform's doing about it because it's really not the platform's responsibility. It's the individual's responsibility to police themselves. And that's really what it comes down to. Now, if they're misusing the platform, that's one thing. The platform should have standards in place that if they're going to misuse the platform you know, with their terms of service and they're going to misuse and violate the terms of service, that platform has every right to yank the rug out from underneath you and leave you high and dry because you didn't follow the agreement. It's the same thing with end user license agreements with softwares, right? If you misuse a piece of software, they can yank your license from you because you misused what that is. So terms of service are a big thing. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's an important aspect uh, of, of everything with this. So, um, you know, it, it's good to pay attention, uh, to your, your terms of service and, and, and don't let cancel culture get you. Um, if you're not in the wrong, um, if you're in the wrong, guess what? As a streamer, own up to it. Yep. I did this. I'm an idiot. I'm wrong. Forgive me. That's one thing that I, I think a lot of people can't do nowadays. Like, We've all said things, we've all done things, and like nowadays there's always an excuse. No one can sit there and say, hey, man, I messed up. You know, I shouldn't have said that. It was in the heat of the moment or whatever. Something like that, right? It's always like a, you know, like there's a, there's a big thing going on on Facebook right now. So here, if you guys never heard the situation. Now, I, I've never understand why this is, a, this is a big thing. If you guys ever play Call of Duty with the death comm stuff like that where people scream out the N-word, I don't, I never understood that part of gaming because it happened in PUBG a lot. You know what I'm talking about? But... So there's a streamer on Facebook who got caught. He was off stream and he got killed by somebody and he straight up called the dude the N-word, right? The dude was a Facebook streamer as well and is a black dude. And they they took the clip of him saying it and the idiot has FB.GG in his clan tag with his name, right? The clip goes around Twitter of this guy who's a Facebook partner who's calling this dude the N-word off stream then the guy comes out and goes, it's not me, it's fake, da 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 But the dude, they take your Activision name, put it in all these searches, <laughs> and then they look at your stream, and it sees your Activision name in the top right corner, and it, there, there's no denying that. He's still, to this day, denying that it was him. And it's like, dude, you can, you can hear your voice at you. They got your Activision tag. They got all this stuff. Dude, you're better off just admitting to it. Like, there's no excuse for for going out there screaming that. Kind of, I, I'm not. I'm not with that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But like, dude, just go out there and like look at PewDiePie. PewDiePie did it live on stream in front of sixty thousand people, and look, he's the biggest YouTuber ever, pretty much. 
Oh, and I mean, PewDiePie went had an anti-Semitic rant, and dude all went really off the deep dude, end. He would he's still streaming live on YouTube, bro, Why? When he, when, he's the biggest streamer on YouTube. When he said it, you knew right when he he knew right when he said it. Like he forgot that he was streaming. And he said it. And then and he, he laughs. The look, you could tell the look on his face, like he knew he, he knew he up. was he knew he was screwed. He, he knew he was done. He laughed. Like, oh. He was like, "Oh crap, dude!" And then he owned up to it, apologized for it, and said, "There's no excuse for it." Blah blah blah. Twitch bans him. He goes to YouTube. And he makes an apology and everything like that. Now look at him. I was like, not saying that you should be out there going saying this stuff and then apologizing for it, but it's like. I personally feel like largest it, content creator on YouTube yes. by far. Yeah. And, but it's like one of those things where it's like, you're better off just admitting to something, actually apologizing for it and don't let it happen again. Rather than like it, you, you're obviously caught and this guy's still denying it. And all, you have all the evidence stacked against you. And he's like, it's not me. It's a fake video. Why would someone go out there and make a fake video like that with that much detail in it? Like he goes, Oh, they, they, they edited the video where they put my gamer tag in there. I mean, now you're going back on your own story. You know, it's, it's like, come on, dude, just own up to it. You screwed up. You, now he lost his partnership with Suck Facebook. Suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, it's like, dude, <laughs> just stop, stop, the, stop the lying, dude. Like, just get get over it. Apologize for it and move on. You're gonna lose half your viewer base, but you shouldn't be saying that stuff, anyways. In, all, in my own opinion, especially when you're exactly people don't realize when you're a streamer. You're, you, you know, I hate using this term, but realistically, this is how this is. I mean, this is how Twitch, you know. Uh, calls you and facebook calls you you're technically a public figure you're an, you're an influencer you know you right. inf you influence your communities so you know you're held to a higher standard where you shouldn't be doing stuff like that like you shouldn't be saying things like that you should know better but if you do say something like something slips i'm not, I'm not I, mean, like I, said, I, I don't think there's any excuse for the n-word but like my thing my my generation generation grew up with with the slang the f-word you know now it's it's homophobic or whatever like that and it's one thing that I don't I don't use it. I used it a lot growing up. If something like that for me were to slip, I grew up using it forever, never knowing it was offensive. But I would just own up to it and say, "Hey, man, I shouldn't have said it. My bad. You know, I know things have changed. Not gonna be like I didn't say it. Nope, wasn't me. Delete the vod. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose more people by lying than actually owning up to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, and 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 I and I I think we've gotten too sensitive. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent, way too sensitive to words. You know, words are words. Okay, you know, if if if, if somebody calls you a, 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 a mother effer, well, it doesn't mean that you're out here banging every mother in the neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, don't like it, it. It's just let's use some logic here, some common sense in regards to how we evaluate speech of people. Like, it's just you know how we evaluate what people say you know people say things in the heat of the moment in, in the heat of frustration that we can't necessarily hold against them and everyone has done it everybody, everybody i don't has. care who you are you could be a catholic priest you could be a, a pastor a rabbi you could be a politician or joe schmo on the street everybody has done it at some point in their life Okay, I don't care when. At some point, you've said something in the heat of the moment, in the heat of frustration, in the heat of anger that you didn't really intend on saying, and it just came out because you were pissed. And you know what? You know, yeah, it's not cool. It's not a good thing. But at the same time, you know, you own up to it. You uh, apologize for it to the person that you said it to, and you move on. 
How many, how many times have you been in argue, you know, like a little argument with your wife and you say something and, you, and as soon as you say it, you wish you can grab that word back. You know you're screwed. I've done it. <laughs> Three, four times a week. Easy. It's like as soon as the word comes out, as soon as the word comes out, you're trying to catch it. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wait, no. No. no crap. <laughs> like, you know, it, 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 it's never a good idea in the heat of a marital discussion with your wife to bring up your mother-in-law. Just not a bad idea. It's, it's I, very, I, very bad idea. I, I, very, I've very, very bad idea. I've not a that. good idea. Yeah, I, I've done it too. Bad idea. And, uh, and I've watched the flames shoot up in my wife's eyes. Yep. And, you know, you got to understand when it comes to my wife, I, I, I love my wife more than anything. But I'm scared as, scared as hell of my wife yep. and why because my wife is a black belt in combat hop keto she's nice. all of five foot three and this girl could kill me in my sleep and i wouldn't have never known what happened to me okay the fact of the matter is there's things that have come out of my mouth i've watched the flash in my wife's eyes and her face turn red where I've literally left the house for hours because I was afraid to go back to the house because I was afraid she was going to beat me over the head with a frying pan because of what came out of my filthy freaking pie hole because I said something in the heat of an argument. Now, it's it's all in a matter of how you recover from that. So if you say something stupid on a stream, guess what? Own up, dummy. Don't try to deny. Oh, I didn't say that. It wasn't me. No, come on, dumb dumb. Just own up. Hey, you know what? I said it, and I was wrong, and I never should have let those words come out of my mouth. And I have to apologize right now to my community. It was wrong, and I'm sorry. And I hope that you can forgive me. And leave it there, just like you would your wife, right? You you treat your stream as if it were, and your community as if they were your wife. You go, you know what, I, I'm going to say things that I don't mean in the heat of the moment, and I'm sorry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit to those right now, I'm going to, to cop to it, and I'm going to ask your forgiveness. And that's, that's, that's how you recover from these things. Don't deny it. Denying it is the first problem. And we got too many streamers that are doing it right now. They'll make dumb comments and completely deny it in a heartbeat. Heartbeat. Absolutely. So let's talk about Facebook GG for just a second. You know, what are your thoughts being a Facebook GG, a Facebook partner, streaming partner? You know, you got some huge names that are out there right now. Stone Mountain 64, which, which Stone jumped ship from Twitch and went, <laughs> I'm out and went straight over to Facebook because he saw the potential in it. You know, you got Z Laner who. So so. It has become a giant name on Facebook, mm -hmm. um, you know, versus what you have on in the YouTube world, right? Where you've got now, which still no one really, still no one really knows why Twitch canned Doctor Disrespect, which still baffles me because he drew huge numbers on 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 Twitch, um, and for the sake of, of of argument right let's throw this out there what a blessing for dr disrespect that was because his first stream live on youtube he had 590,000 concurrent viewers for his entire 6 hour stream like yep. dude <laughs> twitch could have only begged for that kind of viewership on anybody it's it, you had a half a million people watching him 
on his first stream on YouTube. So with, with Facebook gaming, my thing I, I talk about all the time with Facebook. Um, I, I like how I just the, the, how if you, you probably didn't hear that, but my Facebook someone just gifted a sub off stream. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the, the alert just went off. I'm like, wait, what was That's that? The, that is the power of a strong community, dude. So, yeah, there it is so, right somebody, there. It was somebody, yeah, somebody just, I don't know. Anyways, with Facebook gaming, it's like one of those things where like, we went back to Twitch after Mixer went down. We had one hell of a welcome back party. It was so easy to go back. But then what happened was there were so many people that jumped over to Mixer, or I'm sorry, from Mixer to Twitch that we got lost in the crowd and we lost a lot of our regular viewers because they didn't know where everybody was. They went they went to Twitch, made a Twitch account and followed like a million people. And we got lost in the crowd. Numbers were starting to go down. And then Facebook, they offered me partnership the first day they bought. Like the first day we found out they bought it, I was contacted by Facebook about a Facebook partnership. And then a lot of, a lot of people turned it down. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take it and then we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with it. So, you know, in, in the original partner agreement, it was only like 20 hours a month. And I'm like, that's easy. So we're doing five, you know, five days a week on Twitch on Monday through Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday was on, you know, Facebook. And then I start. So the thing with, I, I really like in the platform is we're, we have this Facebook gaming partner group. So if you, if you guys are subbed to me on Facebook, uh, we have our own little private subgroup. Well, Facebook gaming partners have their own group on there where Stone Mountain's in there. Z laners in there like all these streamers are in there where we can talk with each other and like if we're all having issues with the platform the devs are in there uh partner managers are in there it's you have front row access to other partners to the dev team and there's so many cool things they're working on that i can't talk about but it's like the only issue i have like one of the biggest things that they talked about was gamer tags which is like why a lot of people don't talk in chat because they use your real name unless you make your own facebook page but they just went out recently and spent a lot of money hiring a brand new team because they were telling us how they were not prepared to buy Mixer this early. They just finally went out and, and brought on a bunch of freaking people. If you've ever heard the euphemism caught with your pants down, yep. that's Facebook that, with this situation. That's they base, were completely yeah. ruffled. They were not ready for it yet. They were, they were not ready for it yet, and they're still trying to get their bearings of where they want to take the platform. But the coolest thing is they come to us. That is one of the coolest things. When They they will send me personally in my email. They will send me personally. You know, It's a, it's not a copy and pasted email because I will talk back and forth with them. They'll send me certain questions about what I think should be improved, what do I don't like, what I do like. And then it's not just you send it, you don't know what happened to it. They will always follow up with me. They will always follow up with me and then they'll, they'll, they'll come back and ask, you know, uh, when there's a new improvement, they will end up going like come back, say, hey, did you like the change that we made here? You know, what would you change about it? And I would say, hey, yeah, I'm not a big fan of this. And right now the raids are broken. So when someone raids me on Facebook, I can't see I can't see, you know, who uh, who raided me. And we ended up, uh, you know, getting that fixed for a little bit. And then they were having some issues with that again. But it's one of the things where, like, if I have any issue at all, all I got to do is just go to that group, hit my partner manager. I usually get a response back, you know, pretty quickly. And that's it. But we can also bounce things off of other streamers. Now, a lot of people are probably wondering, like, well, why don't you play with Z-Laner and Stone Mountain and stuff like that? Dude, do you know how many people, they comment on something in there? 
and how many like all the other all the other streamers you oh, know they're, they're, yeah, yeah they they're, come in there and that's ask the like, whole point yeah. though you want them to you know you want the devs involved you want all these people involved and you want these streamers to work together that's the whole basis of creating a solid platform right yeah yeah so so speaking of uh now that's my thoughts on facebook gaming but we you know we're about an hour and 15 minutes in, so we're gonna break your news here so we can wrap this up <laughs> so i'm gonna let you take the floor on what your pet project has been that now people we can talk about after the three or four years of talking about it well we've been working uh i've been working with guys like glock and Sker Nichols and Dapper Jameson and um, Captain Jack and uh, or, uh, um, you know um, Crackajack and and then there's you know a few others that are out there some some uh, Ripperoo and um, you know we've got some big names that I I because of NDAs I can't really talk about right now but um, we're we're jumping out um, to create our own platform but it's not a platform like facebook gg or youtube streaming or twitch um we're kind of jumping out here to take streamers from all platforms um and syndicate their content on a live streaming channel that operates very similarly to a television station where we are um doing live shows uh, in specific time slots of streamers um, that are, are, you know, specifically developing content for uh, our network um, that the, the, the network is known is, and you've heard me talk a lot about hype um, across this, uh, this podcast um, and it's called hype crowd TV Um and uh, we're launching that um, very soon. But we have kind of taken this from a direction of, you know, let's syndicate this content in places where it hasn't been syndicated before. So it's not only just a live streaming network, but also through its own app on the uh, Apple App Store uh, in the Google Play Store. Uh, available on the Apple TV, available on every LG smart TV, uh, available on every Samsung smart TV, um, you know, every mobile device that you can think of, available through our website, um, as well as a full-time 24-7 live channel across the major, what what's known in the industry as the DTH providers, direct-to-home providers. So you're talking about like Comcast, Spectrum, um, Time Warner, Cox, um, you know, um, um, Verizon Fios TV, AT&T, UVision, or UVerse, excuse me, UVision, UVerse, um, you know, all of these, you know, direct to home providers, you know, uh, Direct TV, um, uh, uh, Dish Network, you know, all of these um, satellite and cable providers we're bringing a live 24/7 television channel with these content creators um, live to um, the world, a- as well as with some custom in-house produced shows, uh, like true, fully rounded television shows, um, very similar to what Sony had back in the day with the old G4 um, network and mm-hmm. what um, 
one of my um, dear friends, God rest his soul, he's passed away now, um, who I met back in the um, early days of streaming when we had Icon, uh, a gentleman by the name of Paul Allen, who was a former, also a founder of Microsoft, um, started a television network called Tech TV. So we're kind of integrating some things that Tech TV had, some things that G4 had, and some new, fresh ideas and content uh, with some really spectacular content creators um, and, and integrating all of that together into a fully rounded 24-7 network that focuses on esports, that focuses on news surrounding esports, um, that focuses on uh, gaming, that focuses on news around the $180 billion gaming industry worldwide. Um, and and really puts a focus on this industry and helps to generate a buzz around this massive industry. And we want to be the place, just like the big conferences and cons, right, which we're going to be at every one of them, um, live um, casting these uh, uh, big conferences, um, the, Inv the big NVIDIA press release events, the big Apple press release events, you know, the, the, the big tech news type events. Um, as well as, um, you know, some of these, uh, you know, big release announcements of new games and, and that sort of thing. Um, we want to be that place that every, everyone in the gaming industry comes to for their source of news. Um, we were doing something really, really different where we're actually going to be putting out a live news show, a nightly news show specifically around the gaming industry and what's going on. The truth of what's actually happening and happening in the industry. That's the big difference right now. And you don't, you get a lot of stuff where you go out and you have to hunt through 10,000 Twitter posts in order to find out what's really going on. Um, we want there to be one full on source of all news, all information surrounding the gaming industry. Again, it's a $180 billion industry. Why the hell there's not a, a true source of news and information? Other than something like an IGN or or or, or um, um, ZDNet or you know something along those lines, and again, I'm not knocking what they're doing because what they're doing is is awesome, but we feel like that it can be polished, refined, much better in a very captivating way that is different, you know, it, and 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 you know that esports has become a staple in our society when ESPN is covering overwatch tournaments, yes. like that should tell you everything. So the way we look at it is we want to be that source of news and information uh, with partners like IGN with partners like ZDNet with, you know uh, um, with, with partners like um, uh, gamesource.gg, you know, with, with partners like these, these, content creators you know that are, that are writing awesome stories about things that are doing great um you know there's a lot of content creators that are doing great short work um on tiktok and on instagram you know short news bit segments um you know we've got some things in the works with um i i'll, I'll leave it like this uh <laughs> careful <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I'm walking that fine line. Um, I, have, I haven't butted in, but all of a sudden I was like, wait, careful. <laughs> so, 
we're working on we're working on something right now with a a a, a company, okay? That is the largest one of the largest names in fantasy sports and in um in 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 and just and I don't even want to use the term controversial, but he is kind of a polarizing controversial figure this guy is, but uh and, and his his team um but uh they have completely changed the game as far as um you know what's going on in the sports industry um in the sports betting and sports gaming industry um these guys are going to be coming to the table they've got some some full-time gamers if you will that are on their staff that are going to be creating content for the network as well in collaboration with their team and their network um and uh um we're we're in active negotiations and uh, uh read between the lines if you will and this is not me saying any names okay but we are in active negotiations um with um people surrounded around the el presidente himself i'll leave it at that uh, and if you're a fan of these folks, you'll know exactly who I'm pointing at right now. Um, so we're we're working on some things in that arena. We're working on some things, and again, another hint: we're working some uh, on some things um, directed in the arena, the arena, hundred and fifty million dollar arena that one content creator has created for himself um, with his amazing community. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, 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 we're working on some things to, to generate a buzz, to generate a hype around hypecrowd.tv. Um, where there may be some, some changes with the domain name, there's me and my staff have been kind of arguing about it because, um, Facebook, you slimy bastards! Um, you, uh, they, they, they jumped out here with fb.gg, and it's that .gg name that we're kind of panging ourselves in the top of the head, going, "Dang, what did we think of that first? Because um, it's brilliant. There's, there's, um, there's still a lot. Of, you know, this is where one of the things we're talking about it now, first time publicly. You know, in a, this is the first. This is actually like I think the first announcement of the talks we've all been having. Yeah, we've um, we've we've I've kind of hinted at it in Skrnicky stream. Yeah, every once in a while. at it in in rips, you know, Ripperoo stream, and and uh, you know, kind of we've been kind of screwing around with it. You know, I've kind of hinted at it in Captain Jack stream and Dapper stream, kind of you know, toying around with the the whole thing and just kind of throwing it out there what we're doing, um, and and just kind of getting getting some feedback from the community as a whole and and getting people um amped up for the whole ordeal and what we're going to try to do with it but i mean this is kind of the first time that we're really kind of throwing it all out there and laying it all out there on a silver plate i mean we're talking about and and what most people don't realize is you know you know the big platforms right facebook youtube twitch uh you know everybody knows these platforms but what other people don't seem to realize is globally there's 96 streaming platforms around the world right now mm-hmm and that number changes every day. Some go away, some come take their place. It, that, that changes. So what we're doing is the plan is to take all of this content 
and stream it across all of those platforms. So you'll be able to find us on every platform in the world. Day one. You'll be able to find us on your local cable and satellite providers. Um, not all of them, because again, some of them won't take us unless, um, you know, unless you call your cable or satellite provider and beg for the channel. Um, some of these network, you know, some of these, uh, the, these, these, uh, direct to home providers, we've got to pay an exorbitant amount of money in order to get a channel. Um, I'll use one as a, for instance, and I'm in no way, shape, form or fashion disparaging this company. Um, but they are a company that, um, also owns NBC, and I'll leave it at that. Um, but you know they're charging us for a channel two hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars just to have a channel, and not that you know, not that it that that's anything outside of the ordinary. But that's just the way they operate, right? And the same thing with you know um, the Roadrunners of the world. The same thing with the uh, the the. Uh, Rainbow networks of the world. I'm using euphemisms here, so if you can't read between the lines, hello. <laughs> um, but it's um, you know they're they're all the same in, in that aspect. You know they 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 want to make sure that um, they uh, and I say this with air quotes that they hedge their bets and uh, and make sure that the content that's being brought to their their platforms um, is quality and it's not just uh, something made out of somebody's garage. You know, they want to make sure that it's it's real, it's quality, and it's something that um, that that they can feel comfortable in offering to their viewership, and and that's why you know the giant exorbitant amounts of money, the giant insurance policies necessary for errors and omissions, and you know it, it, it these are all things that are incredibly important for the stability of their platforms, and you know, and we we accept that and we understand that, and you know, it's our goal to put out some amazing content, highly polished content with, you know, with potentially with content creators that you want to see the content creators that you want to hear from and, and that you're, you're, you're happy to have that interaction with um, in their community and to see them kind of elevated to a, um, to a a bigger stage, if you will. Um, is not only going to do wonders for drawing people to their daily streaming platform, whatever that platform may be, Facebook, Twitch, blah, 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 right? Um, it, it, YouTube, you know, whoever, you know, I, I don't, personally, I don't care what platform you stream on, just stream. Stream, for God's sakes, just stream. Um, and, you know, the whole plan here is when these content creators are elevated to this status where they have their own 30 minute or hour long show on the network. It's going to do nothing but just draw more eyeballs to their live stream. So somebody like a YouTube or a Twitch or a Facebook can't really get mad at that for the simple sake that guess what? You're drawing viewers to that individual stream. And what is that going to do? That's going to make the company, Facebook, you know, whoever, the platform, that's going to make them money because it's going to make them ad revenue. So they can't get mad at it because now you're just drawing people to these streams. More ad revenue, bigger pipeline, bigger pipeline, more money. And, 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 and so everybody wins, not just hype, the hype crowd family, but everybody wins, including the, the, the other streaming platforms. We're not here. 
um, to, to kill these platforms. In no way, shape, or form, or fashion do I want to see Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, or any of the other 96 platforms globally go away. We're here to try to build the industry. And it's one of the big difference. And, and one of the big differences too, when people try to make these platforms, they're trying to out success their you know the, the person ahead of them. This is this is totally different. This is to- totally everybody different wants to be the Twitch killer or the yes. Facebook killer or the YouTube killer. Killer. I have no desire to kill any of these guys off. None. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some of their um, some of their um their terms of service i don't necessarily agree with but i don't have to agree with everything you know that's that's the glory of um you know that's the glory of this industry is i don't have to agree with everything but i I can definitely create content across multiple platforms i mean you can look at what's going on on facebook right now right where you've got facebook creators that are doing amazing live streams, but they're also putting together awesome content in the terms of 45 minute to an hour long videos that they're posting on YouTube. And so Facebook's benefiting, YouTube's benefiting, and the content creator is just as happy as they could ever be because of, you know, they're able to merge all of these platforms into one to build their brand. And that's what this is about, is it's about brand recognition for each content creator. Now, everybody's going to say, well, you know, you're probably only going to the big guys. I mean, you know, you're not, uh, you're not worried about the little guy. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Um, for us, what we want to do is we want to build streamers up. We want to help streamers to, um, to really... Um, um, make a, a, a brand for themselves to, to assist new streamers into building a brand. So we're partnering, you know, the plan is, is to partner with some of these, um, these, these new streamer generation platforms. And I'll leave it like that um, to help build new streamers up. And we want to give up, we want to use the hype crowd um, network as to, to be a, a launching platform for some of these smaller streamers to be able to get up and, and, and to be able to get that, for instance, if you want to be a partner to get that concurrent 150, 200 streamers, uh, a viewer a day content goal, right. Or your, your, uh, subscriber goal. Um, so that, uh, Twitch will look at you as potentially becoming a Twitch partner. Same holds true for becoming a Facebook partner. Same holds true for becoming a YouTube partner. We want to build small streamers up where they can get into that position of doing this full time if they really love it and they can show the world that this is who they are. And if, and if you can show the world who you are, we'll give you the space and the platform and 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 the the opportunity to to use your voice across a worldwide network of streaming platforms and television channels globally um to to launch yourself into the stratosphere and we we believe that you know we are creating and this is where the name came from a hype crowd we're generating a crowd of streamers that is 
worried about helping one another and building the industry as well as the esports industry as well as the gaming industry as well as the da 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 da, da right and we're not talking about just gaming because there's other things or you know that that are on the network as well you know um um podcasts you know live video podcasts and those kind of things with with really um um uh, uh, really thought provoking engaging people that's so what, that's it, when it, I'll change this to a video podcast, not just audio only. <laughs> that's what I'm da, waiting da, on. Da, da, da. <laughs> so and and that's you know that's that's where we're headed. And you know I'm I'm excited. If you can't tell, I'm excited as hell about this. And I really think that um, I think your community is going to get locked up in this hard. I know your community is going to latch onto this deep. Um, I know the charities, and let me say this too, by the way, um, from a business owner of multiple multi-million dollar companies, just let me jump out here and say it the way that it is. You know, Glock, you have done awesome, awesome, awesome things um, for charity. Mm-hmm. And, and what you've done and the amount of money that you've raised um, is is amazing to us like it just absolutely um absolutely amazing to to in what we've seen you guys do um and your community do and we want to applaud you guys so i'm going to throw it out there like this okay we are today we are in the latter parts of the month of march of the year 2021 okay from and we're gonna we're gonna start the count, okay? Um, is this is this this is gonna come out before uh, before the end of the month, right? Is, is this the, when you're gonna the, roll this the, one out? This one's supposed to be out on April fifth. April fifth, okay. So, as of the launch of this podcast, and this podcast goes live to the world, okay. Um, and if you stuck around this long, hmm. You're gonna know what I'm I'm throwing out here probably, but I'm I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, as of April 5th is when we're gonna start the count, okay? And until April 5th of 2022 is when we're gonna end the count, okay? Every dollar that the community throws out there to charity on every charity stream that happens over the next year. Hype Crowd TV will match two for one. Oof. Oh, this is news to me, by the way, guys. <laughs> two for one. So, you guys raise $10,000, we'll throw another $20,000 with it. There you go. That's what's up. Okay. So, and again, what Glock does for charity is awesome and there's other streamers that do charity streams and as far as i'm concerned what the flipping do okay because they're doing it for these giant charities that really don't need the money but in the charities that glock chooses to partner with we believe they're in the most need and and are in the position to do the most good and and we want to be um partnered with your community and making a difference for these kids and we're going to match that two for one no matter no matter what that number is if you guys raise a hundred thousand dollars i'll put two hundred thousand dollars to the table 
not a joke. Not kidding. Don't care. I know he's not I'll, kidding. I'll throw I'll throw money at it. Glock has seen me throw money at dumber things. Trust me. <laughs> um, and, and, but I'll do it all day long and twice on Sunday. And 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 not even just that, right? Um. And, and I'll spill the beans. Okay. Oh. Um. That's one of the things that you know Glock is going to be coming on board on the hype crowd. For full transparency's sake, Glock has been involved in this from the early stages, and um, and and the thing is, is you know that that's going to be one of the things in Glock's wheelhouse is making sure um, that Hype Crowd TV is deeply involved in in charity, and that we're we're helping kids, and mainly charities geared towards kids, geared towards gaming kids. You know what I mean? Yep. And 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 helping these kids to really um, have purpose and, and, and feel like that they're accepted amongst their peer group. And, and to us, that's an important thing. So that's one thing. One of the things in Glock's wheelhouse for hype crowd TV is to, to keep us accountable in making sure that we're, um, you know, we're doing things to help our community and we're doing things to help charity and, and to step out and do the right thing. So that's one of the things in his wheelhouse and we'll get it later on down the road. Um, of what you know what glock's daily role is going to be well, and, and and as as we we move towards more towards like again we talk about we, this is like the first time we're truly like going in depth of what we're working on what you're working on brian will be will be back on the show again and we'll talk about other things we have going on kind of keep everybody updated and stuff like that you know so not not, not the one and only time he's going to be on here so you will keep everybody updated with what we can say and what we or what he allows me to say <laughs> yeah yeah you know well so. i, I I'm, I'm gonna lay this out there like this okay kind of the mantra behind hype crowd tv and i'll leave it here this will be the, the kind of the wrapping point here but you know we've we've struggled over the years to come up with um a a, a solid solution as to how we can um uh, you know, how we can best implement these ideas. And all of these ideas, by the way, are not just mine. Like these are ideas that have been brought to the table by active full-time streamers yes. that have brought these ideas to the table. So, you know, we, we've built things and then just, they've kind of, we burnt them down and then built them and burnt them down and bur built them and burnt them down. And, and this is kind of where we've, the direction that we've came from, which is, out of the ashes, the phoenix rises, ushering forth a new dawn in global esports media. You know, as of today, with this announcement, the switch has been thrown. The switch has been flipped. And the revolution in esports and in gaming media content begins today. So we're going live online and around the world on television. Hype Crowd TV is coming to the world and we're doing it in a way that no one will see coming. So our, our, our tagline for the network is think gaming uncensored. And, you know, this is, this is what it's about is focusing on this industry and telling the world we're here. So with that announcement today, we're excited. Um, we're ready for this to 
kind of um, take off in, in a new way. And, uh, and we're ready for this to go down a road that no one really ever saw coming. And we're excited. We're excited to have Glock a part of this. We're excited to have all of our streaming team um, a, a part of, of this, new, um, this new network. And, uh, and we're looking forward to what this is about to become because it's about to be something really, really amazing. Absolutely, I'm excited. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap this up here because I have kids. I have, you know, has, everyone knows I have kids, so they're like pulling at my headset right now. So we're gonna wrap this up here pretty soon. Uh, I have silence been- is golden. <laughs> but duct tape is silver. <laughs> we uh, so I've been talking to you guys a lot about you know my website and stuff like that. Well, new term events. I mentioned to Brian Lily. I asked him what site should I use to. Dis- <laughs> well, I said what site should I use to host my own. I want to like really make another different website, right? This guy is working on my website right now. But, and- I'll build you one. I'll build you one. Not a big deal. Yeah, he 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 just starts designing it for me. That's part of your background, right? You know, web design. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so, but I, I think by the time this podcast is released, the new website should be up, right? New website should be live by the time the podcast comes out. Um going to be some really cool things with the new uh glock nine website um this podcast will be available right on the front page um from multiple sources multiple you know multiple sources where that's available um you you can find this on where any good podcast is found um you know the 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 apple uh, music store the um spotify podcast podbean Podbean, you know pick your poison as to what you want to you know what you want to use there um, because again, they're, they're all good platforms that just all have their own little idiosyncrasies, their own little differences. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, truly, um, looking forward to, uh, to what this is going to turn out to be coming. Oh, absolutely. So we're going to wrap it up here. Brian, thank you for all your time. You know, we could have went on much longer, but again, we'll have you on again. We'll talk about more hype crowd and I told, other I subjects. I ahead of time this was going to be a long one. Oh, yeah, so, I know. Well, I'm not even going to cut this into two parts. I'm just going to keep it in one. You know, people, there's so much information in this one podcast that, you know, just keep it in one. People listen at their own leisure and pause it, go to the lunch break, come back and listen again. You, 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 you might want to get the edit button out, you know, because, uh, okay, you know, yeah. I tend to ramble, but, you know. Oh, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. It's all good. Yeah, Brian, thank you for your time. We're going to edit here. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate make, it. Make sure, make sure you guys, if you're on Apple or whatever site that has ratings on it, give the podcast a review. Share it with your friends. You want to tell everybody about Hive Crowd coming out, you know, refer them to this podcast. Share it with them. Text it to them. Set, and put it on Twitter. I don't care. Put it wherever you guys need it. Again, thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of your week. And again, Brian, thank and you so much this for your is, time. What? One more. If this is the first time you've ever heard glock nine and you've ever heard this podcast go follow him on facebook man go really go take time and go check out his content because he really produces some great content and you know follow him on instagram follow him on all of his socials don't forget that it's not about him it's about the kids and it's about what he's doing for charity and his charity live streams that he does so hey, follow him guys I, 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 didn't, I didn't get a tattoo of the charity for no reason you're saying right exactly <laughs> exactly all right you ever have a great rest of your week thank you guys so much be blessed peace oh